Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hi, this is Philip Jones. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. As we start our time of prayer and reading, let's have a quick moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Take a moment to catch up with God. Tell him where you're at, as well as tell him what you're thinking or feeling. And thank him for all that he's done, is doing, and will do. God, the author of peace and lover of unity, to know you is eternal life, and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. I'll be reading from Romans 12 today. Specifically, I'll be reading the second half of the chapter, starting in verse 9 uh, from the NRSV. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, Live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on the scripture, I 
find the need just to sit quietly. There's so much there, so much that's encouraging, so much that's challenging. It's hard to pick just one thing to focus on. It seems that a first listen to be almost just a list of things to do. But I don't think that Paul, who believed Jesus fulfilled the law, was giving us new commandments, a new list. Rather, all these things seem to be things by which the Christian, and thus the church, will be recognized. For example, at the start of this section, Paul asks the listener to love one another with mutual affection. This echoes Jesus' words in John 13, where he says that the world will know us by our love for each other. So, sitting back and reflecting on this section of ways to live, what sticks out as a truly radical thing we can do in our lives to point others to Christ? Much, I think, of what is said in this passage can be summed up in verse 18, which says, If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Now, that means live peaceably with fellow believers, certainly, but also with those outside the fellowship. Live at peace and try to make peace with those less fortunate than you. Help them with all you have. And live at peace with those against you, those persecuting you. Live at peace with those too. And the wildness of Christianity is that we are not just exhorted to be peaceful, but to go further. Feed your enemies. Bless those who persecute you. That sounds wild, even undoable in today's world. But if we step into the context of this letter, it makes it seem a little bit easier today. Paul wasn't asking his listeners to serve people who made anti-Christian YouTube videos. No, he was asking much more. We may be tempted today to say that even the idea of tolerance is too much, that we shouldn't allow religious opponents to operate in the same space as us. But the exhortation here is to be much more than tolerant. Paul wants us to be hospitable to our enemies. He wants the church to bless those who hunted and killed believers, to feed those who were the reason that he was under arrest and soon to be executed. Can we do the same? Can we live peaceably with all as much as possible? Not picking fights, but pursuing love? Again, that phrase, as much as is possible, so far as it depends on you, seems to be our escape. Surely we don't need to continue to live peacefully when people do things against our convictions. That's not as far as it's possible. But if we look at Paul's example, he submitted peacefully to his captors and persecutors, even to the point of his own execution. How and how far can we do the same? Can we truly love the world around us and live peacefully within it?
Let's pray. God, you call us to radical love for those around us. Please help us bring your kingdom in what we do daily. Give us opportunities to serve anyone opposed to us. Remind us as we walk in our lives to strive for peace with all. We're sorry that we pick fights, that we seek out offense, and that we make others' lives harder. Remind us of our desire to love you and to love those around us. And through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come. Amen.